I'm Allie J. And I'm Crystal O. And welcome to Not Your Token Black Girl, where we recover from spreading black girl magic wherever we go. From careers and cocktails to men and mental health, we're breaking it all down on what it means to wear the token crown. So if you've ever said, I'm not your token, fill in the blank, then this podcast is for you. A fun and witty show that's a little bit shady, but 100% true. It's Saturday brunch combo with the girls in a quick 20 minutes. Now let's get started. On today's episode of Not Your Token Black Girl, we're diving into the role Black women played in the 2020 presidential election. Okay, so how's your week been going so far? Or how, how did it go, should I say? Um, it's been a good week. Um, obviously, happy with how the election went. Praise God. Um, that was just like such a huge lift off my shoulders. I, I broke down. I broke down a couple times in full transparency. I know. I'm sure. I know. You well, did. like, you know, I'm married to this immigrant. I got this little black baby. Mm-hmm. The last four years have actually been hell. Like from a political standpoint, just seeing the country like spiral into hell, essentially. But besides that, my week was yeah. <laughs> no, seriously. And I think, you know, in terms of the way that it like affected me, because I think about that and I'm like, you know, like, how is it really affecting me? Cause the day I felt so the, when it finally got to election day and they were like counting, we were sitting there, we were just waiting and waiting and waiting. And girl, I was like real stressed. I was like, I, I really want after this election, cause Joe Biden's going to win, like in my heart, in my soul. And like in all my prayers and thoughts, I was like, he's going to win. Like we're going to be good to go. But I'm like, now moving forward, I want to start researching and finding out how I can activate and help my local like elected officials, like get stuff going because the presidency is huge. And I think the biggest thing that Donald Trump did during his presidency was like create hate. Right. And I felt, and I feel like over these four years, I've felt that and I've felt more than any other time felt racism and the differences in certain situations. Like I think he instilled so much of that. Right. And then, you know, just, confidence in the economy like that was like I was shook about it you know so you know of course like when everything was first rambling out which I was real annoyed that it took so long I will say that fair like I was pressed Nevada still counts girl (laughs) girl like my friend sent me a thing she was like girl this is like waiting for the results on Mari and I I'm like, yes, yes, it is. Like, it's a waiting for Nevada is a whole dilemma. Like, they just, like, it is very slow. Georgia's but, about to hand count their votes. Girl, they might as well. Do it. Like, if we being slow. But I guess at this point, like, we know the winner, which is nice. Right. We got, I, I think that it's crazy that, like, Trump is still trying and pushing to, like, mess shit up it's like at this point sir like sweetie like you didn't win like you just like have to go take a seat like take this l but did you really expect that from a narcissist orange cheeto puff did you really expect him to take the high road come on now i didn't but at the at the same time i'm like 
when you feel that much because I like even have secondhand embarrassment at this point like I'm laughing at you sir but I'm also like oh sweetie like you got to just you got to find some way okay to act like a grown man my thing is it's putting us at risk as a country other countries are seeing the internal turmoil yes oh my god the lack of transparency in the transition the lack of transition period um and the, and i fully expect them to try to take advantage of that so it is an issue of national security it is so embarrassing like like i have friends that live in other places and they're just like y'all's country is like got some issues you know oh yeah and With I'm like, yeah, that it's... looks perfect in the holiday photos, but behind Girl, the scenes, hot mess, cussing each other out, like we don't get along. Yeah, yeah. No, it is. That's another thing. I'm just like, it's one. It's so embarrassing. Two, like, I do like that now. You see how much hate is in the world. I love the the narrative. Like, hate didn't win, right? Like in this case, and I felt so good about that when they did announce Joe Biden as a winner. I was like, boo. Like I was telling Ira, I was like, boo, like, it makes me feel better that people do really, you know, innately see that hate can't win. Like, love is the answer and kindness and like, you know, being in unity, right? But and I guess I loved, the issue is half the country don't feel that way. Like, no, if, they if, don't. If, you were true, if that is who America truly was at her core, yeah, it wouldn't even be this close. Right. Like that was annoying too. That wasn't a dilemma in my brain too. I was like, why is it even a close race at this point? Right. But you know, the optimism in me feels that, you know, at least we get to this point where, where a majority of us are saying, Hey, like we don't want, like, even if financially it makes sense, or even if like we're Christian and we don't, we're, not we're against these things it's like no we still need unity and we need peace and we need to come together right i think joe biden's message has been really good this whole time like he's not just a democratic president right like he's everybody's president if you voted for him or not and i think that was pretty powerful that he continued to state that because there were like you know there was a lot of flipping and that shows you like this this little uh, cheeto was going ham like he was really trying to divide this country. Like it, I, I, I was I convinced he was about to have a did. purge. He did. He did. Like, he certainly did. Like, but I guess I don't want to give Cheeto Puff that much credit. I think the division has always been there, right? America. Yeah. We want to say, oh, we're so progressive. Like we put these types of things oh. behind us. We haven't. No. It had just gone back undercover. But so I don't think Orange Cheeto divided us he helped raise it to the surface right like he put it in everyone's face that the america that you think we are we aren't right 50 percent of this country thinks racism is okay and even if they believe in their hearts and in their minds that they are not racist a vote for trump is a vote for racism. So I don't care what your stance was on the economy. I don't care what your stance was on education or healthcare. You said my 
how I feel about those issues is more important than black indigenous people of color being treated fairly in this country. And so because of that, 50% of this country is still racist. And that wasn't shocking to me, um, but I, I have to admit I was a little disappointed that the race was this close. I'm, I'm happy that we got the blue wall back. I'm happy that it appears Georgia has flipped and I believe Nevada or Arizona flipped. Um, but the fact that we still had that much red on the map was Girl. discouraging. But to, to go towards a, a lighter point, I am proud of our home state of Texas. Uh, yeah. We ended up going red, but damn it, we are purple. Um, and I think Texas has a bright future ahead to really be a battleground state. Um, I agree. Yeah. So the fact that Tarrant County flipped blue with all them country conservative hicks, no offense to our people out in Tarrant County, um, but for the but most seriously. part, that's what you're going to see out there. I am so proud that they turned blue um, and that Texas is turning purple. But none of this would be possible without America's savior, Black women. (laughs) Yes. So thank you, Mama, because once again, the most unprotected person in America saves America again and again and again. And while I have some issues with some of Kamala's viewpoints, mm-hmm. I appreciate her giving us our due. One, because she is one of us, but I appreciate in all of the celebrations, she took time to publicly thank Black women. I thought that was very powerful and super important. And even Biden coming out and doing the same, like, was was a key moment, right? And Black women have continued to hold things up in every sense of the word, right? Like showing up to vote, being on the front lines, getting, bringing people out to vote, you know, has been huge. We showed up over, I think it's 91% of Black women, or no, it's 97%. I may be misspeaking. And then, I mean, Black men, yeah, Y'all showed up a little bit too. We don't eighteen to twenty percent of them voted for Trump. We're gonna get into that. I try to be on my brother's side and my brother's keeper, but what I want to know specifically who, who, which one of y'all? I know a couple that I am no longer in relationship with. Over, and I bet they're the same ones eating at Arby's. (laughs) Hiding, they just be hiding. Like, uh, no, for real. Like, I see those stats. Yeah. Closet Trump supporter. Well, yeah, because they're cowards. Out. Some of them have come out of the political closet and said, I voted for Trump. And when I asked, why the hell would you do that? He don't like your black ass. They say things like the economy. Like, I know that I, I will never be seen as equal as a black man in this country. I will never have a target on my back. So I might as well get comfortable with that. But if one leader 
versus another places me in a better financial situation that I can control. That is why I voted for Trump. What are your thoughts on that? I just can't get with it. And that's a that's a selfish, like that is to me a very selfish stance, right? Like it's, it's you choosing finance over morals, right? Like that's silly. Yeah. And, and, and to me, you're a full clown at this point, you know, like I, a whole, a clown. whole clown. Someone is, has literally been using you to, is one, figuring out any way to down your race has like, doesn't care. Just, I'm sorry. Like Kanye said, George Bush don't care about black people. No, he should have said Trump don't care about black people. And like uh, for a black man, I feel like to go and then be like, no, I'm on your side because of financial reasons, sir. But I do, I do think it gives the Democratic Party some homework yeah. to figure out why a fifth of Black men flipped on you. Yeah. Um, and I really think it's going to come down to, I don't have data or facts around this. This is just a gut feeling. I think it's going to come down to criminal reform and... Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, I think those two issues will be key in pulling those numbers back up to where we need them for Black men. Yeah. Um, the, the criminal reform, the guns, the, you know, for Southerners, the financial reasons. Like, I can see, like, I've... In, in my brain, I'm like, no party's going to have every, like, thing that, right. you know, we're, our community is not a one-track, like, we're not one-track-minded, right? Everybody has their own thing going on. But it's still, like, a vote for Trump, I feel like, like everybody was saying, it's a vote for hate. Yeah. You know? So even with those things, to choose that over, or maybe... They, those black voters, do we say maybe some of them voted like libertarian? <laughs> Girl, bye. I'm mean, really trying to be optimistic about stuff, but I'm like, I just can't sit, like, I can't fathom that. Like, and I hate to, I hate to say this, but the libertarian party, I know I'm going to piss off some of our listeners. Voting for a Libertarian Party right now in this type of election with this much on the line is disrespectful and strategically <laughs> not smart. Do you really think after Trump, we're about to put a non... How do I even say this? Do you really think we're about to give a whole new party a chance? No, yeah. not now. So... I agree with some of the libertarian points. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to cast, and I'm trying not to say waste. I'm not going to cast my vote for a party that I know doesn't have a shot in hell of getting yeah. in the White House. So I think we can like go at back. least not now. Like not they're now. Like, not right now. Not right now, right? So like, let us deal with this foolishness that we're in with a democratic president with democratic backing that can get some things done 
because how many libertarians do we have in Congress? Oh, man. So you don't even have an aisle. Like when we talk about reaching across aisles, there's only two right now, which is an issue in itself, but now is not the time. And the fact that Kanye West got 20,000 votes. He got like 50. And that's bananas too. Like I could not believe that because I, you know, I'm a Kanye fan. So like I, it's like, it's a, it's a fan kind of like sometimes I'm almost like a closeted fan at this point, but I will say like, I listened to him cause I was like, what is he, how does he actually think in his brain? He can run for president. Like that's not it. Girl, if you listen to his little interview, I'm like, you don't know anything about policy. Like he, he knew nothing. No. So for people to then go out and vote for him and write him in, like, it's like, that's how, you know, people are not researching. They're not like trying to figure it out. They just doing whatever they see on the social media. And that's scary because that's so scary in full transparency. Yeah. Some of these policies can affect you and me. Yeah. They can. But who's really going to suffer are these fools out here voting for um, Kanye West. Because when they say you can't, you we're taking away your access to healthcare. That's not going to be me and you. Mm -mm. That's probably going to impact these fools that went out there and voted for Kanye or Donald Trump. When they say women, you can no longer get safe abortions in the United States. Like, and I'm like still this. like I've I've been following a lot more political commentators and like trying to follow like organizations to to learn more about how those things happen and what like as a civilian like what can I do to make to push the needle there besides vote because like of course I'm voting all my local stuff any and every time right but like the Senate like there's still a chance that they're gonna repeal Obamacare so it's like. You know, we vote, we do all this stuff. Like, what is, what is, what can, I guess, Joe Biden and Kamala do to come in and, like, make sure this, that these things don't happen, you know? Like, I have to, I, I really, and I don't speak a lot about it, like I said, because I'm not, like, well-researched enough to understand, okay, they, they can come in and just be like, no. We still doing, we're still doing Obamacare or, or Biden care or whatever he wants to do, right? Um, but right now, we don't have the Senate. So it's like when he put in um, before when Ginsburg is, was, when she passed and he was immediately like, okay, we're putting in, um, what's her name? I don't know why I'm drawing a blank on her name, but he put in the, the new, like, Supreme justice. Court justice, yeah. Yeah, like. Amy. Yeah, Amy she's Barrett. Republican. There we go. Girl, she Barrett. got handmaids and all that stuff. It's about to be straight up handmaids. That's what sale. I'm saying. That's yeah. why I'm like, we have to think of those things too. And like, if if me, someone I read all the time, like I'm researching all the time, if I'm taking the time to do those things and I still don't fully grasp certain concepts of how can we make change and how can we like fix that then imagine someone that's not doing any of the due diligence of like going out, trying to figure it out, reading policies of certain people. They voting for Kanye. Right. You know, like they just, and that's the problem. Like we have to be, 
Like, there's just so many ways to go with this. I could probably ramble a billion of my, like, rants about what I think. <laughs> it uh, probably starts with education. It does. I just, I think like, people think they take voting too lightly and they don't understand the repercussions yes. of the vote. But one demographic that understands the repercussions is, again, black women. We're the ones holding yeah. it down at home. We're we, the ones We are figuring it out. We are going to be the ones left to figure out how to save our community if, if this goes left. And so shout out to black women shout for showing up in droves, um, saving these raggedy United States once mm -hmm. again from themselves. But we tied, sis. Like, everybody needs to get together and read and figure it out and be, like, match our energy is all I'm saying. Yes. <laughs> Come yes. on. Ooh, yeah, but we'll see how this plays out. I know we can go, like, my brain is computing a million miles an hour right now thinking of all this stuff. But let's, um, I'd be interested to see what our listeners have to say about this. Yeah. Hit us up in the comments. Let us know what you think. We'll see you next week. This is Allie J. And I'm Crystal Lowe. And that's it for this week. Be sure to tune in next Sunday at 12 p.m. Central for another episode of Not Your Token Black Girl. And also be sure to subscribe to our podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or Google. And follow me at Basic Allie on Instagram. Follow me on Instagram and Twitter at the Crystal O.